What is up, Spin? Welcome back to the Doubleheader Podcast presented by Group W Bench. I'm Scott. And I'm Tim. And we got a special guest on today. We got Tom Tucker from the Group W Bench Racing Company Incorporated, LLC, private company, dot com. Dot com. What is up, Tom? <laughs> Tom, you can oh, talk. Oh, you want me to talk now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's, how's it going, guys? Not Hell too yeah. bad. Glad to have you on, buddy. What do, what are you uh what are you guys drinking? Sam Adams Porch Rocker. No free ads, but Sam Adams Porch Rocker. Tom. Uh I got Bacardi and Coke. Hey yo. I got a Sam Adams lawn chair lager right now and a Mike's Harder cranberry. I'm uh, a little, little double fist in action going on. <laughs> um, class, anyway, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, uh, to get back into this, I know uh, we said the last podcast that we were going to make sure that we were doing them every week. Lo and behold, we missed the last two weeks again. So it seems three weeks to- later, we're back. Yeah. So it seems to be our kind of thing to, you know, take a couple weeks off. But I mean, I think we're going to talk. Obviously, I mean, this is a Red Sox podcast, a baseball podcast, but mostly Red Sox. So obviously, we got to talk about how the Sox are doing recently, and then you know, bring in you know our buddy Tom with some views on. I know it's a little old school and stuff like that, but you know, Tom is an an old school. Red Sox fan, we could say, you know, big fan of like the 2004 team, big fan of MVP baseball 2005 with Mandy on the cover. So we'll get to some of that as well. Kid loves that. Oh, take a peep at the game right now, though. Just uh, heads up, bottom seventh, one out, Sox down two to one to your Baltimore Orioles. So so obviously we got to talk about how the Sox have been doing recently. Still, uh, you know, they finished off the first month, obviously, 17 and 10. And they're coming back out swinging this month, too. Uh, what are your thoughts, Tim? Um, this team is really good. Um, they know how to play baseball. Um, <laughs> this, this, this team is playing baseball than – or sorry, playing better baseball than pretty much every other team in the MLB. Actually, all teams in the MLB. Um, you know, your MLB leading Boston Red Sox, 22 and 13 currently as we record this. MLB just ranked them number one in their power rankings. The first time there's been a new number one of the season. So you can't, you, I mean, you got to love to see that um, because the other number one team, which we can talk about later on, Dodgers have kind of blown it. Not yeah, even they're in not, the top five. They're, they're not even close. Right now oh, they, they are, are terrible. They're four games back from the Sox and currently in overall standing sitting like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Sitting 14th in the MLB right now. Tied for 13th, I guess, with Toronto. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, Red Sox have come out right from the gate. They're continuing to play very, very well. I mean, J.D. Martinez having – I mean, if he continues at this rate, J.D. Martinez is definitely in the MVP conversation. I'd argue at the same time, too, possibly Devers and Bogarts as well. They're both showing up at the plate, hitting well. I mean, I just read an article yesterday saying, are we witnessing Devers in his breakout season? I mean, the kid can hit. He, he's been hitting phenomenally well. Um, 
pretty much everybody's been doing their job as of recently. Um, obviously, I mean, a couple of, you know, disappointing things, but I mean, Do Bobby Dahlbeck broke the slump. Um, I mean, even Marwin Gonzalez is kind of hitting a little bit better than he was. So Franchi had a game the other day. He, uh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, did you see Renfro's home run yesterday? 453 feet to yeah. dead center. Yeah, an absolute bomb. Like, the, I mean, this team is doing well. And, like, that's the thing. Like, everybody expected at the start. I mean, I'll even admit, too, I didn't think that they were necessarily going to be this good. I had hopes that they were going to be better than, you know, what they were ranked going into the season, what they were expected to do. But I didn't necessarily see them sitting where they are right now at first place in the majors. Tom, your take? Tom, your take? Uh, yes. Uh, runs and and – it's this is really not my sport, guys. I'm sorry. Love the take. Love the take. Um, I mean, I, I'm looking at it right now too, and uh, Mookie Betts right now batting 261, four home runs. Um, I mean, he missed a couple games here and there as well. Um, and then I hope I see the comparison that you're about to do because I read something about this today. That uh, you know the the player who we got in that trade, Alex Verdugo, is currently also hitting four home runs with a better average and more RBIs than Mookie Betts. So I was I just gonna say, we say lucked out we, on that deal. Did we win the trade? I mean, did we win? The I mean, there's trade? A, there's a lot of baseball left. There's a lot of like you know career left in in both of them. So I mean, we'll see. But at the same time, like Verdugo is playing his heart out. Like he's earning his socks while playing. You know, this guy's going out there every day. You say earning his socks? Yeah. <laughs> his red socks. Whatever. He's earning his socks. He's not putting bare feet into his shoes every day. He's earning those socks. Hell yeah, he is. And he's going out there and he's playing his heart out every game. And it's making a difference on the team. So I don't care what anybody says. I don't – I mean, obviously, do I miss Mookie? Yes. Did I shed a tear when Mookie got traded? Absolutely. I think every grown man in, you know, New England did. But at the same time, like, I I'm loving having Verdugo on this team. Mookie took a pretty bad tag the other day. You see that? No, I didn't. Right to the nethers. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he went oh, the third know. and just, bam, just nailed him. Went right down. So far. So for a Red Sox podcast, you guys are talking a lot about a Dodgers player. Um, we're talking about how the Red Sox won that trade, Tom, if you if you oh, really okay. understood. I don't um, well let's let's talk a little bit. I mean, that's that's where things are kind of going. I mean, in the last three weeks, obviously, you know, the Red Sox, like Scott said, they finished 17 and 10 for the month of April. Um, they've now, um, they've gone on. They are now 22 and 13. Um, they're currently losing to the Baltimore Orioles, but still plenty of baseball left tonight. There's still two innings left to go. Um, so hopefully they'll change that. But um, as Scott said, Tom's kind of like a, like a little old school Red Sox fan, you know, big fan of, 2004, not really that old school, honestly. Like, um, who was your who was your favorite player? Who was your favorite player on that 2014? Well, I gotta be honest. Uh, in fifth grade, I actually for in fifth grade, uh, I went as Johnny Damon for Halloween. Did you have long hair? Oh yeah, you had long hair, didn't you? I grew my hair out for a year in anticipation of that. <laughs> In fifth grade, you're like what, ten or eleven years old? Wait, in fifth grade? Mom... 
fifth grade. I was oh, yeah, that was two thousand. That was two thousand four during Halloween gotcha. at that time. Right when that was right before. No, it was the year that they won the World Series. That was two thousand four. Fifth grade would have been two thousand four. Yeah. Two thousand four. I was I was in fourth grade when they won the series. No, no, you weren't. weren't. Yeah. You you were just you're literally the same age as us. Like you finished fifth grade in two thousand five, but October of that year is two thousand four. Yeah, so you were in fifth grade when I won the series, Tom. Yeah, because otherwise you dressed up as Johnny Damon after he chose to leave the Sox to sign the, the Yankees. Oh, we're getting some weird signs. I think Tom's telling us to steal third. Oh no, sorry, I was talking to somebody. <clears throat> Yeah, um, Tom, fifth grade was 2000. October 2004 was fifth grade. No way. Yes, it was, no dude. Way. Do the math. Like, we, you, we graduated high school in 2012. Well, I, I don't know why. I seem to remember watching the Red Sox win the World Series in fourth grade, but maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely mistaken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, hey Tom. Um you oh. wanna you wanna mute yourself for half a sec? No, we're good, we're done. Uh gonna have to throw the NSFW tag on this podcast. Um why? All right, no, no reason, no reason. Um uh, so yeah, no well, Scott, tell me why. Tom, Tom listen. why do you think, bro? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Oh, it's because you were running your sink. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I just said to go and turn on my sink for a couple quick minutes. You had to do some dishes really quick. Um, um, yeah, anyway, no, but Tom, because otherwise, if you if you thought that 2005 was when uh, was when you dressed up, then you went as Johnny Damon after he joined the Yankees. Damon was with the Yankees in 2005 as well. No, dude, he was definitely on the Red Sox. I don't know. I don't remember. He was on – he, he won the World Series 2004, and then he went and signed with the Yankees. Well, all right. Then maybe Trust I'm me, because sure we got we got a Johnny Damon cutout for Christmas from my parents, and then as soon as we got the cutout, then he signed with the Yankees. And so Yeah, and we also – Actually, also it was right before get, we got it. We also happened to get uh, Wookiee crossbows for Christmas because that was, I believe, the year that – Star Wars Episode Three came out, so we just started Avengers using it for target practice. Yeah, yeah, we just started using it for target practice. Um, I do remember um, we didn't have cable. We didn't have like you know we didn't really have TV until the Red Sox got to the World Series, and my dad was like, "All right, we're getting cable so we can watch this, and we're getting a good TV." And I think I was probably like ten or eleven. Was and your dad was like, like Harry? Like, we need cable. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just like, I, like we're watching this. We're watching it all. Like that's what it, that is what it took for my parents to actually like get a TV and get cable. Was the socks was for like the Red Sox? Mikey, yeah. Tommy, Annie, huddle around the TV. The socks are playing. <laughs> yeah, I've got remember, some like, dominoes you know, and some red stripes. <laughs> You know, remember like the old TVs that had like the big do, ass yeah. back to them? Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, the TV yeah, at your house. Like, I remember the TV at your yeah. house. It's huge. It's massive. That's, that's the one. That was yeah. the one. 
That would yeah. be awesome to watch the Sox on 2004. I remember for Mikey's 21st birthday, I was trying to watch. I remember, I remember uh, at Mikey's 21st birthday when we tried to watch a movie on that thing. <laughs> Hawk on slingshot. Um, we can go down a whole road. We're not going to go down that right yeah, now. No, 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 we're no, not no, doing no, that. No, 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 this is a Red Sox podcast. But yeah, I mean, going off of your answer for Johnny Damon too. I mean, I was a huge Johnny Damon fan back in the day. I had like, uh, I had a Johnny Damon T-shirt. I any any time that I was looking through baseball cards, I found a Johnny Damon card. Like I had. I used to have this little red locker that I kept baseball cards in. And I also have my normal sets. But in my little red locker, any like Red Sox cards or anything like that, I put at the top of the locker. And uh, all my Johnny Damon cards I had together, I had like seven of them. I thought that guy was the next, like, was he was one of my favorites on the team, him and Ortiz and Manny. Top guy was like the next Trot Nixon. Um, what? So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, being being a uh, you know at the time I was either ten or eleven I don't know growing up just south of Boston man Johnny Damon was like the coolest guy I remember growing my hair out for well over a year and only because Johnny Damon did and being like ten years old and trying my goddamn hardest to grow a beard because that's what Johnny Damon had and yet here you are at twenty seven still not able to grow a beard thoughts. <laughs> you know what? Scott, I don't think you want to hear my rebuttal on this because you're going no, to have to okay. edit it out. No, it's okay. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Uh, you guys remember, I'm sorry, you remember the Damon Disciples, the people who would dress yeah. up in the outfield dresses like Jesus? Yeah, and then they the came Damon out with like, Then you could, like, walk down Yaki Way, and there would be all the, like, weird T-shirt vendors, and they were selling, like, the Sully shirts that were, like, WWJDD, what would Johnny Damon do? And it had, like... Yeah, because he looked like Jesus. That guy took some huge hits in the outfield, too. Remember when he, like, ran into the wall and got a concussion? He looked like he was wearing. Dude, he was. He yeah. He was definitely my favorite player. I also really like Kevin Millar because I played first base at the time. I thought Kevin Millar was kind of a cool guy because he like kind of threw off the vibe. Like he didn't really give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also yeah, like. Liked, uh, oh, I like Trot Nixon. Trot, why do you Dude, like Trot Nixon? I just. I mean, because he's because so, he was a he gritty was Very good. He was very gritty. He he loved to play. He, he played was not the very good. He was not very good. good. I didn't yes, see very did. good. Did yeah, I say yeah. very good? Yeah. Well, he was not very I mean, good. He was, he was okay. a solid baseball player. Dude, he had so much pine tar on his helmet, you couldn't tell what team he played for. Dude, you know who um, – oh, yeah, because it didn't have the name on his shirt, did it, Scott? I mean, but like, – uh, Not dude. in their home jerseys. Um, Ayo. You know who was really underrated that year, I think? Bill Miller. Which really – yes! Yes! yes let's Bill go! He won the batting title that year, and it got completely overlooked because they won the World Series. Yeah, 2004. The year that they won, he I thought like, he won it in 2003. Yeah, he won it in. 2003. I thought, um, you know no. what? You may be right, but I remember like the last game of the regular season, he like moved into first place, and it got way swept under the radar. But I also remember, dude, he was so old for winning that like, he like his knees were shot. Yeah, 2003. Like, yeah. It was like surprising that he actually did that, dude. He's also one of only like and like one of the only players. Tim, what? He's also one of the only players in MLB history who had a grand slam for both both sides of the plate. I don't think and, he is anymore, right? Somebody just did it like this year, right? Uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. What as a switch hitter? 
Yeah. He hit two from the same two uh two grand slams in a game, one from each side of the plate. But also low key handsome. Tim Way. But I mean, going back to Kevin Millar too, arguably one of the most important at bats in uh in the Red Sox season in two thousand four when he took that walk to get the pinch hitter for uh Dave Roberts. The walk and then Dave Roberts went into pinch hit for him and everyone in the world knew he was gonna steal that base and he still did and it. And he still did Dude, it. It was so close. Oh my god, even watching when I still watch uh four days in October, my heart drops when as soon as he takes off. That's and, the like, thing too, I feel like, it in my stomach and I'm getting nervous and I'm like he's gonna go he's gonna get out. And I'm like four days I in know October Four days in October, too, shows, like, how integral, like, Kevin Millar was to that team when he was the one who kept saying, oh, don't let us win tonight. Don't let us win tonight. Like, the Red Sox were down bad three games to nothing. Him, oh, don't let us win tonight. We win tonight. We got, you know, paid uh, – well, it was, like, Pedro on a mound. Then it was Kurt Schilling. Then it, wait, no, it was Derek Lowe on a mound. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm missing everything. Why don't you look it up? You have a computer. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Dude, Derek Lowe, also underrated. A pitcher. Oh, so underrated. He was a pitcher. He was a good pitcher. And then he also turned around and hit back-to-back home runs as a pitcher. You remember that? Yeah. And then also, oh, also man, underrated pitchers, Alan Embry and Keith Folk. Keith Folk was pretty good, man. Um, Keith Folk, Keith- oh, that guy, he is amazing. I love Keith Folk. I have a, I bought a bobblehead of his when um the Paw Sox were doing their barnyard sale at the end of last year because they're no more and now they're the Woo Sox. So they're doing a thing. They had a Keith Folk bobblehead, and you press it, and all of a sudden it does the um stab in the ground ball. Wait, no, ground ball stab by Folk. He has it. He underhands the first, and the Boston Red Sox have that one. It plays that, and it's. Wait, wait, wait. So it was it was Wakefield in game five, Kurt Schilling game six, and then Derek Lowe in game seven. But remember, Pedro came in in relief in game six. The other day was the anniversary of when um, Doug Mirabelli got the um, the police escort. The police escort, yeah. Dude, that was insane. Do you remember that, Tom? Uh, no. What were you talking about? When, when Doug, Doug Mirabelli, Mirabelli got the police got escort. The- Police escort for what? When he got traded back to the Sox. Oh, yeah, dude. He honestly, speaking of underrated players, he was the only catcher, right? Because he only had to catch Wakefield, right? Yeah, yeah. But he was the only no, no, because the only player who wouldn't, ca- wouldn't catch him. Tech would try, but the knuckleball is so hard to catch that he couldn't do it efficiently. That Mirabelli right. was Mir- Wakefield's catcher. Mirabelli was like the knuckleball catcher. Yeah. And, I mean, he wasn't like – he wasn't fantastic as a player, but he wasn't bad. Like, honestly, I was kind of sad when he went to the Padres and then all of a sudden the Sox were like, oh, we need him back. Bring him back. Dude, Got him right. back right away. Not to chill here. The Padres have a phenomenal state. Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna. Have you been there, Tom? My favorite. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been. You went to Petco Park Stadium, and uh, yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, when did you go? Um, I was there last winter for a sailing regatta. Oh, I'm actually, I'm going to uh, Petco Park in July. I'm going to a concert there. 
Oh, Green Green Day follow up Wayne Weezer. Yeah, I'm going to Fenway to see that. Tom, you should come. To America's most beloved ballpark. Fan. Although one thing I am excited for is in a couple of weeks, like three weeks, I will get to go to a baseball game this year. It's not a, it's not a Sox game, but I get to go back to the sea baseball. Is Tom frozen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, well, while he's frozen, let's talk about another hugely underrated player for 2004, Mark Bellhorn. Oh, is he gone? Come to sleep. Yeah. He'll come back. He'll come back. He'll come back. Um, oh, he's back. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mark Bellhorn was like, dude, the thing that drives me nuts about Mark Bellhorn is the fact that everybody's like, yeah, nobody talks to that guy. Like, the guy didn't talk. Like, he was just there. He showed up. He did his job. Like, he was nothing fantastic. But then in the postseason, the guy came alive. Tom, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm just in my apartment. What's that music? Whose music is that? Oh, it's commercials. I was watching James Bond on TV. It's a commercial. <laughs> All right, Tim, do you want to do you want to answer to what I just said or anything or? about Mark Bellhorn? Uh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything that you said. Well, yeah, you were gone, Tom, but I, I said it to Tim. We talk to podcast is a shit show right now. Tom, turn down your TV. Hey, Tom. What? Quit being rude and turn down your TV. We're recording a podcast here. And there's the so was James Bond bang Denise Richards, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom Tucker. Tom taking this podcast to places it has not gone before. <clears throat> to all of our listeners, we'd like to issue an apology on behalf of the group W Bench. Um this the the comments on tonight's episode are a little out of hand, but those co- those comments are sponsored by Bacardi. Ah, Bacardi Rob. Uh, hey, I was told I I'm sorry, I was told I would get to drop an F bomb. You already did. Yeah, you did it. Wait, when? When you I just, just told you to turn down the volume. I did not drop an F bomb. I was very consciously not dropping uh, an F bomb. You very unconsciously did it. <laughs> oh, you did. You did. You did um drop the F bomb. Nope. We're throwing the explicit tag on this uh, one tonight. <laughs> dropping it. Uh, fuck my bad guys. Sorry. Oh, there Come we go. On. Now he's doing it. Sorry, Dad. Um <laughs> My dad listens to this, Tom. My dad. All right, I'm done. Our dad is one of like six listeners, so. Hey. Hey. Six listeners? We're hoping for seven this week. Yeah, so. Oh, speaking of which, um, with listeners, um, I do want to do my um, weekly, when we do this weekly um, little thing. If any of our listeners are friends um, with either Franchi Cordero or Alex Verdugo, if you could please just ask them to read my DMs on Instagram. Um, checked them earlier today, and they still are on red. 
um, and it still is getting very sad. So if anybody knows anybody or knows a way of getting in touch with them or is best friends with them, please have them read those and at least respond no. Yes, yeah, still haven't heard anything back about our uh, our other guest who we had been in contact with. Um, oh, Shay Hillenbrand. Well, there's the name drop that we we're avoiding. We were avoiding it, but you know what? It's been a couple weeks, and I just maybe he'll listen to this and be like, "Hey, I should join that podcast." Um, I also sent some messages asking if anybody wants to come on this podcast. So, also if anybody knows these five and could put me in touch with them, that would be great. Um, it was Manny Ramirez. Fred Lynn, Fred Lynn, um, Ryan Brazier. Why don't you come over here, here Freddie Lynn? Um, Ryan Brazier, Christian Arroyo, and Nick Pavetta. Um, I also messaged oh, all of oh, them. Oh, 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 Going off of how you said Ryan Brazier, I'm throwing it back to another reliever. Tim, thoughts on the Sox bringing Brandon Workman back? Oh, my God. What a trade. Heim, Bloom, or I mean, like trade when we like last year, the whole trade with with Brandon Workman is what I'm talking about. But like Heim, Bloom, absolute genius. Trades this guy, gets rid of him. He gets DFA'd, and Heim's like, "We'll take you back." And we'll take I don't you back. think that he necessarily knew that was going to happen. No, he I mean, he had an idea. He he said, "Brandon, you got to be." You you gotta you you've gotta not be the best pitcher on this team this year because here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna bring you back as soon as you get DFA'd and he knew and that's I mean because that's be be bad at pitch so we can have you back he was like hey you know the strike zone that you know how to throw to forget that like just just forget it real quick well so I saw a thing where Alex Cora was talking about that and he was like yeah we're excited to have him back I mean obviously he's in Worcester right now. Um, but Alex Cora is like, yeah, I mean, obviously he's got some work to do, but I really want to see him have a positive impact on this team. And 100%, if Brandon Workman gets back there, Brandon Workman was filthy for the 2018 Sox. He won two World Series titles with us. So I'm very excited to have him back. I, like, I think he can add some really good depth to our bullpen if he gets back to the way that he was. I'm not saying he's definitely going to. I mean, he had some struggles recently, but he could easily come back. Xander took one. Oh, you can't really see it. Xander took one tonight to the to the Nethers. What is going on? Yeah. Xander did it. He was up at Zonder. He was, Zonder. He was up at um. He he was up at bat. He was he was swinging the the bat, but he didn't oh, swing it. Oh God! Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like the, it's like got in that pull-up. Uh, the ones you can never quite get over. Um, guys, uh, Sox are down three to one in the bottom of the eighth. They still a lot of baseball left. Um, but yeah, um, what up? So, not Red Sox related, but obviously, huge news this week with uh, Albert Pujols getting DFA'd by the Angels. What are uh, what are some thoughts on that? It saddens me. Um, because there was a very long time where Albert Pujols was one of the best players to be playing the game. Um, and, I mean, I, I know on Section 10 they brought it up the other day. Coley brought it up that, uh, you know, this guy, he, he had to have been so good because he managed to go his whole career with 
the last name Pujols and nobody made a joke about it. It's so, like that's how you know this guy. Uh, yeah, was a family Family Guy made multiple jokes about that. That was featured heavily in Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, but like nobody like actually besides like I mean Family Guy makes fun of anything. Um. Yeah, it, it's really really sad. So I was reading an article about it too, about how everything went down, and it seems like that he was losing his starting job, but he was playing a lot still. It wasn't like he was not playing that often. And he was kind of like, I'm not having a bench roll. And I don't know if it was a misunderstanding or what exactly happened, but it's the, the thing that I read online said that he said, I'm not playing the bench. I want some playing time. And then when he and told them the to, office. he told them to release him if he wasn't going to be an everyday player. Right, but it, it, it's not like he wasn't getting playing time. He was still getting playing time. He was still he didn't an think everyday he was getting player. A, he wasn't an everyday player. Not every day, every day, but he was Which still Which is what he wanted. Player. He said he wanted to be an everyday player. He complained about it. All right, well, no, like, I mean, I know he's really, really great, but, like, at the same time, I mean, the guy's hitting below the Mendoza line. Like, you can't be an everyday player if you're doing that. I mean, I want to see Albert Pujols finish his career more than anybody else. I I love Albert Pujols. I, I, you know, but his wife wants to see him um, more than you do. Okay, whatever. But he, uh, like, like you know, like I used to when I when I would pick a National League team as a young kid, like the Cardinals are one of my go-to teams because of Mark McGuire and then Albert Pujols, and they got traded to the Angels, and he's had a phenomenal career. And I hate to see it end like this, but it, I mean, it seems like there was kind of a misunderstanding where he he kind of just went in and freaked out about the whole thing and agreed to get released. So I mean, it's yeah, really I don't think there was any misunderstanding. He said to them straight up, "If I don't become an everyday player, release my contract." He was not being make everyday. any sense because he has to realize that. I mean, at this point in his career, I mean, he's not like the best fielder or anything like that. He's played the he's played the DH position mainly for quite a few years now with the Angels. Since he's played for the Angels, he hasn't been an outstanding player. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, I mean, he's still been a power hitter and stuff like that. He's still been a good player, but now he's, I mean, not maybe as much. His as OPS has never been over point point eight hundred since he joined the Angels. Okay, cool. But at the same time, I mean, he's still a decent player. Like, he's still hitting home runs. He hit his 500th and 600th home runs with the Angels, which I know is not fantastic. No, don't show Tom me. Thoughts? Tom Thoughts? Yeah, I have nothing positive to contribute. All right, cool. So, as I was saying, like, I know he hasn't been as fantastic as he was with the Cardinals or anything like that, but he's still been a good player. But now he has to realize before he goes and makes a demand like that that – if he's been playing the DH as long as he has now at this point, like I, I know he's played a couple, like some games at first base and stuff like that, but the majority of the time with his name with the angels has been with the DH position. Only half the league has an opening there or not even an opening. Only half the league has a chance to bring him on at a position like that. Yeah. I don't think so, he's ever going to play again. I, I don't think, either. I unfortunately, It'll probably be, he'll sign a one day contract with the St. Louis Cardinals to retire. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, it'd be cool if the Cardinals picked him up. And then I realized, like, the Cardinals got, like, are in Paul, the chase. Yeah, they've got Paul Goldschmidt at first base. So there's no room for Albert Pujols on the on the roster. He's not going to get any playing time with them. I, I was talking with Gray about this. And Gray's the, on, the only team he could come up with that he thinks it would be 
would be the White Detroit Sox. Tigers. No, the Tigers. I thought he said White Sox. He did say White Sox, but then I think we realized. I mean, the White the White Sox aren't doing great right now, either. Let's just get that out of the way. But like, the Tigers are the worst team in baseball. And it sucks to see because at the beginning of the season, like Albert Pujols was hitting well enough that there was a chance he was going to finish 700 home runs on the dot. And now, probably Chicago's not. Chicago's 19 and 13. Okay. Chicago has 0% chance of picking up Albert Pujols. They're very much in a playoff contender. I know. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're going to. All I'm saying is, like, it's sad because there was a chance this guy was going to hit 700 home runs, and now it looks like it's a wash. Like, his career is probably going to be done. And you think of, like, all these sure, like, surefire Hall of Famers who they announce the retirement get this, you know, treatment where they're getting all the gifts at all these stadiums and stuff like that, and Albert Pujols' career ends with him getting released. By his choice. Yeah, but still. Tom Thoughts? Like, no, I mean, I think that's not necessarily an Albert Pujols thing. A lot of a lot of people end their career kind of not in the way you want to go out. You know, they, they try to push their career longer than they think they can. And you're just not a superstar you were when you were young anymore. And they try to drag, not necessarily drag that out, but they try to extend that. And, yeah, it's, it's hard to see someone's career end like that. But, I mean, it happens for sure. But, I mean, I feel like the big superstars of the game have historically, at least in the past 10 years or so, been getting, like, they're going away tour when they're retiring, maybe even longer than 10 years. But you think, like, these players like David Ortiz, Mariano Rivera, like all, like Derek Jeter, they're all getting all these gifts everywhere that they go. CC Sabathia. Yeah. It sucks that we just named three Yankee players, but whatever. Like, they're all getting these uh, – He's like going away gifts and remembrances for their career. And then just here is arguably one of the top. I mean, honestly, honestly, one of like the top five baseball players of all time. And his career is just going to end like that. He's he's like the, one of only three players in history to hit 600 home runs, 600 doubles and 3000 hits. He's one of only. Yeah, I mean, he's one of three players to do that. I think he's one of two players in history to do some – I can't remember what the other stat I saw was. But the guy's a phenomenal player. And the only controversy the guy's really had is how old, how old is he? Like, nobody knows how old this guy is. Albert Pujols? Does he know – He's in his year 40 – he's 42. Mm, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Dude, Tom Brady's 43. I doubt he's 42. Tim, I'm just Albert looking, Pujols I'm just saying, hey, look up – yeah, it's a huge controversy because 41. there have been things – no, 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 no. I know. There have been things that he's said himself that, like, discount the 41 thing. Like, he said something a couple years ago where he was like – Yeah, he yeah, lied yeah. about his age. Yeah, I mean, even in, when, he, when the guy was in high school, people were like, there's no way this guy's 18 years old. So that's his only controversy is nobody knows how old this guy is. So he this could be, like, 47. He could be 47. 50 for all we know. It doesn't matter though. He's one of the best baseball players of all time. Like age doesn't matter about that. He's getting chunky. He's forty something years old. Let him get chunky. Oh no, I know. So is Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is still fucking kicking ass. Tom, what do we say about that? 
You told me I could drop an F bomb. One, two, three now. Sorry, Dad. Um, Sorry, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm reading an article right now, and it says the ex Miami Marlins president said, "Not one person in baseball believes Pujols listed eight. <laughs> Whatever. Let's 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 change the subject. Well, um, right. Albert oh, Albert no, Butts, it's, Albert it's, Butts, it's, hell of a career. Yeah, I was gonna say if this is the end of it, hell of a career. Congrats to you, you sure fire first ballot Hall of Famer, Albert Butts. Yeah, hilarious name. I have no idea who that is. Albert, Albert Butts, Pools, bro. Pools. The butt. Wait, that's a real name? No, Albert Tom. Pools? What the? F- what are you talking about? All right, next topic. Next topic. Who is Albert Butts? He's saying Pools. that because it's Pools, Tom. Pools. This is. Oh, 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 oh! I got uh-huh. Pools. It's like a butt. Thanks, Tom. Like a butt. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, John. Did you swear again? No. No. Oh. Um. <laughs> I did not pick. I'm not smart enough to pick up on that. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? Um. Oh, MVP Baseball 2005, Tom. Greatest baseball game ever created. Okay, not only not only is it the greatest baseball game ever created, um, dude, they made they had gold and then they just they just abandoned it. They stopped making them. That was the last one. It was the last one. I'm not saying every year because like we get a Madden every year and they're all just kind of like, but like if you remade MVP baseball with like maybe every three or four years, dude, that would be fire. Also. Imagine just sitting there and being like, like they literally took the phrase end on and on a high note. They were like, Oh, this does your glass bend? Sorry, I just noticed that. Well, it doesn't sound like a glass if it bends, does it, Tim? You guys, um, I can't see Tom because he's not making noise. Now Scott's on my screen, anyway. Um, they were like, Oh, this game, yeah, greatest baseball game ever. Let's just stop. Also, arguably one of the best soundtracks in video game history. Like, not even, not even, not even sports video games. It's just like name a name a video game that has a better soundtrack. Mm, I got none. I don't know, I'll give you. I'll give you. Halo has some like pretty good music. Uh, <laughs> All Star Baseball two thousand. Yeah, All Star Baseball two thousand four had All Star by Smash Mouth as the cover song. So did Shrek. Yeah, a great movie. Nobody's arguing that. You better not argue that. I'm not arguing that. I love okay. Shrek. I love Shrek. He's mean, he's green, and he's coming to your screen. That's probably what they said when the DVD came out. Um, Oh, Scott took off his headphones. He would have laughed oh, yeah. at that had he heard me. Had he heard, did he hear what I said? No. We can't, you'll, you'll find out later. You'll just have to listen. Um, give us one of like our seven listens. Um, yeah, I'm two of those, by the way. Um, Wait, what happened? Just say it. I was, uh, we made a comment about Shrek. 
um, we were talking about how Shrek is a great movie. And then I went, he's mean, he's green, and he's coming to your screen. And I went, probably what they said when the DVD came out. <laughs> coming. <laughs> Sorry, John. Tom, what did you say there? Wait, no, I don't want to hear it. If you had to apologize, no, don't worry my about dad. It, Tim. Just move on. I'll move on. Oh, my internet connection is unstable. <laughs> Scott, what are you eating? It was like old mac and cheese. Oh. No, it's mozzarella sticks. Move on. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just socks are now down four to one, and it's top of the ninth. So <laughs> we'll pull up the game cast. Right. Top of the ninth, one out. Jay. D Martinez, uh, I believe he struck out. Yeah, he did. Okay, so we got that was the one out. All right, still got still got plenty of baseball left. Two outs, get three runs. They can do it. Um, where's Tom? Tom's gone. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. I don't either. I mean, if they lose this game, apparently May 10th is a big thing for Orioles fans. Yeah. Don't really know why. Do you? No, I have no idea. All right, let's let's give it a May 10th day. I don't know why. Just casually eating your mozzarella sticks in the middle of this. Dude, it doesn't matter. Um Oh my god, my toe is like dripping blood. That's what you wanted to say on the podcast, bro? I didn't mean it. Oh my god. Get over it, Tim. Get over it. Yeah, that's is something, something to worry about later. All right. Well, I don't really know. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Um, Socks are good. Socks are really. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about: baseball related, not socks related. Dude, there's been four no hitters in the MLB this year. Oh, I know, and they're all. I mean, Wade Miley, former Boston Red Sox. Um, with his, his no-hitter on Friday night. What a wonderful game that was. Did um, you see what he attributed it to? Yeah, the, the Hulk things that his son made him wear. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Dude, the, the no-hitters, like the amount of no-hitters this year is insane. And not just that too, but like um, besides Wade Miley's, dude, like, I mean, at least two of them were so close to perfect. Tim. <laughs> Shut my toe is literally dripping. Stop, blood. Tim. Stop. Are you going to edit that out? That is dripping. Are you going to edit that out? Do you know how to edit that out? I can try. So you don't know. Great. No. We're sorry to all of our fans that we just grossed out and are never going to listen to our podcast again because Tim decides to keep going about his toe. Anyway, two of the no hitters have been close to perfect games. Yeah, I know. Rodon's, Rodon's where he hit a batter in a ninth inning. 
ridiculous. I mean, no offense, the batter should have stepped out of the way. And then the uh, who, uh, John, John no hitter, dude, insane. Like he's I'm on sorry. fire this season. I'm sorry. This is my hot take too, and I read something that kind of agrees with it. The dropping the third strike to get to to get on base has to go. What is the point of that rule? Because people were like, "Oh, the ball has to be caught for an out." Really? No, it doesn't. If a ball hits an in uh, player uh, a player in play, they're out. Like if a hit ball hits you on the foot, you're out. An infield fly does not have to be caught. It's an automatic out. So why does the catcher have to catch third strike? It's not a wild pitch. No. It's well, a missed ball by the catcher. It's not even an error. It shouldn't it's not an error. I don't know. Did you see Kumar Rocker? No. He struck out four batters on 13 pitches in one inning the other day. So in one inning, so the same thing happened. Yeah, they dropped the ball. Literally. Yeah, he struck out the side, four batters. That that pisses me off because that should have been a perfect game. Like, this is the first time in MLB history this has affected a a no-hitter. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But, yeah. Do you have uh, have anything else you want to talk about? No. Um... I mean, he's not here to say goodbye to you, but I want to thank Tom Tucker um, from the Group W Bench Racing team um, for jumping on the podcast. Obviously, he's a good sponsor. If anybody's ever up in the Burlington area, um, please pay him a visit. Um, tell him that Tim and Scott sent you. He'll give you $10 off tickets to watch one of their races. Um, use code DOUBLEHEADER, and he will give you $10 off tickets. Um, also want to thank uh, our new sponsor, Smirnoff. Uh, or not Smirnoff, sorry, Bacardi. No free ads for um, Smirnoff. Bacardi Rum, uh, another free sponsor for, or not a free sponsor, another sponsor for us for this podcast. Oh, this I messed is, that up. This is not true. This is not true. Bacardi, please don't come after us because my brother's an idiot. Um, other than that, uh, if you got nothing else, Tim, then uh, I guess that's all she wrote. All right. See you.